Hey guys, this is Billy with King Oil & Co. This is Sam Ace Things with Sam Sauce. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast. Alright Sam, today we have another big episode. We have one of the big boys in the hot sauce game, I would say. Our man Jacob Coutinho. I uh, was nice enough to send us some stuff. We tried a bunch of it. It was really, really good. Let's let him in the room right now. Yeah, it's pretty to have him. It's going to be a good time. Can you hear us? What's up, Jacob? All right, we got visual. Let's connect on you. can forget. Almost... <laughs> Hey, loving the hat, man. No worries. <laughs> hey, we can just kind of mumble. It's fine. I think you're good now. There we go. All right. Awesome. Glad to have you here, like buddy. Thanks for joining us. You got it, man. How you guys doing? Good, good, brother. Again, man, thanks for joining us. Uh, all right. You can see me all right? It's good? We can see and hear you now, man. All right. Cool. Sick, sick. Uh, but yeah, man, welcome to the podcast. This is like me and Sam's little show. Pretty much... Uh, I don't know, talk anything food, hot sauce, we're big hot sauce guys, big spicy condiment guys. Pretty much give a platform cool. to who we think are like, you know, some of our inspirations in the game and just give them the floor to kind of talk about what they want to talk about and plug themselves. So, I mean, right off the bat, we were just talking before you came in about the stuff you sent us. Uh, okay. Again, we appreciate it, man. You sent us a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to make sure you had it all, and I appreciate you guys sending me stuff too. We'll get to that too, man. No, okay, no, I just went through the gauntlet, just tried four back to back to back. Super pleased, super revved up. Billy and I have one that we haven't tasted yet that we're gonna wait to taste together with you in a little. Oh, bit. yeah. Super there we excited. go. Really good flavors. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, man. So with our guests, you know, we usually always like to take it from the beginning, you know, like kind of like what got you into hot sauce or what kind of got you into the food industry and like, and what's your background in the food industry, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, I've always just loved food. You know, it's, uh, I think my first job was a busser and dishwasher at a sizzler when I was like 16 and I went off and did all kinds of other stuff, construction and mortgages and I always found myself coming back to food. And, uh, I would come back to a restaurant, I've worked everywhere in the restaurant, in the kitchen, uh, in the front of the house, back house, management. And, uh, you know, my stepfather is from Trinidad, Tobago, so he liked really spicy stuff. He introduced me to scotch bonnet peppers, but he would use habaneros because scotch bonnets weren't always available. So he used to make this pepper sauce and keep it in the refrigerator. And uh, it was crazy hot. We'd have to warn people when they came over when they tried it. Well. Fast forward to me getting engaged with my wife. She came and met my family, and she tried it. She was like, fell in love with it, couldn't stop eating. She's like, you have to make this. And I said, well, he won't give me the recipe. He's not going to teach me how to do it. And she said, well, figure it out. And so we came back home, and I made a few things. A lot of them sucked. And then uh, I finally landed on something that was good. I would take it to work, and uh, people would check it out and be like, uh stealing it out of the office and it started disappearing so we took pre-orders one time and uh after that it was like it was a wrap we sold out the same day and then we go well maybe we got something here so how, how long ago was that like when like the whole operation would you say started uh t- 2015 so coming up on seven years in march here 
Uh, it seemed like a pretty steady, I mean, increase, like upwards, not necessarily with just sales, but just like positive momentum. Yeah, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, my wife and I were both, we believed in it, we thought we had something. So we said, all right, if we're going to do it, we have to go all the way in. So I quit my job. We lived on her salary. I soaked my 401k, maxed out all my credit cards. And I was about a week away from asking people for money. And I started a farmer's market. And then it just kind of went from there. We had a local pizza guy named Chris Bianco. He was the first person to say, hey, come retail it at my spot. Later on, didn't know that we'd end up becoming partners in 2017. Uh, and then we, you know, ended up getting some national uh, exposure out of, you know, just got really lucky. Food and Wine featured us. Somebody got a hold of a bottle. Then they did a, a, a little write-up, like obsession, editor's obsession write-up, big spread. And then it just seemed like one thing after another kept going. And uh, we were very fortunate to begin with that. And then it just, you know, then the Hot Ones thing came along. We did that for a couple of years. And then when we got with uh, Chris Bianco in t- 2017, and we rebranded to Catino Sauce from Homeboys to kind of uh, just kind of focus the brand more about obviously myself and what we're growing here, and open us up to doing other products too. So, awesome, man! And then speaking of yeah. other products, I mean, do you have a lot of things in the works? Just kind of like a mindset, like spice blends, etc. A hundred percent, man, hundred percent. But you know. You know, a lot of stuff kind of got derailed as COVID came in because we had to just kind of, you know, we could we had to kind of narrow our sights and go, okay, let's stick to what's working right now. Um, obviously, as you know, everything's gotten crazy with prices and supply chain, and you know, so it was like, you know, we were we were positioned to do a few things and it made us slow down a little bit, but it was kind of for the better because it just, you know brought us back to like what really is our core and that's our sauces. And so we want to build other products off of that, but you know, it's just, it's a matter of taking the time to do so. We want to get a bigger footprint with the core flavor of our sauces, kind of what we do first, get that more regional and then maybe on a national level and then start incorporating all our other subcategories like rubs and pickles and olives and all that other stuff, you know? Man, dude, crush it, dude. I mean, Put on the gas pedal. I want to see your shit everywhere. But. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> well, well, it is. So, I mean, I've. I think the first time I've had it was with. I have a buddy who used to go to NYU, and I, okay. I visited one time when he was there, and he had a, a bottle of yours. I forgot what it was, but I know it's Coutinho sauce because when I saw it again, it was like yeah. familiar to me that the brand. And uh, I was telling this to Sam like a few weeks ago. I was like, it's like the to me, it's like the OG, like. Cause you know how like now like everybody has a hot sauce brand. It's like the OG brand yeah. that's like still kind of like your local or like still like small time like brand, but it's it's like really out there. It's yeah. all over the place. So yeah. I mean, not a lot of people know that like you know like you partner with Chris Bianco, who's another huge name, but like yeah. from going to like farmers market and getting more reach, like how'd you kind of take on that and like kind of grow that from that aspect? You know, really, I, I got to attribute that to my wife because she knew about social media. It's funny, before we started, I used to give her a hard time about Facebook. And I was one of the last holdouts for Facebook. I said, I don't want that. I don't, you know, it's not my thing. I guess I'm too old or whatever. And she's much younger than me. So, um, but she, knowing the, working the whole uh, social media thing, she got us just out there. She was the one that knew how to work it, make it look appealing. Um, her and my, my little sister, which is her little sister, my little sister-in-law, she uh, um, did all of her design. So they kind of worked together getting the aesthetic put together. 
and it really worked social media and it, it just really worked out for us. We never, we, we haven't had to pay for any advertising to this day, except for like, you know, paying for your own ads that yeah, you run, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so, you walk by, it's just so nonchalant and calm. It doesn't yell out at you, but it sticks <laughs> out really, really well. It's not obnoxious. It's just really, really clean. Um, which that really my eye. looks solid, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. And that's the original you have there. That's a habanero. So that's my version of my stepfather's hot sauce. And hey, glad so, we're saving it to taste it then. Hell yeah. yeah the, the other funny part is when I was in development, so I started learning about, you know, what all the FDA regulations were and all that stuff. I realized that we had to have a thermal process to, to preserve it. So I was like, man, we got to cook it. It's a raw sauce. It's got to be raw to be real hot and, you know, almost like, a, you know, like, a, I don't know, like a ceviche or something where, you know, you got to, or I don't know, what would they call that? Uh, um, I'm trying to think, man, I lost one. Oh, like a chimichurri, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something that you don't cook. It's like raw it's and hot. And I was like, mush and garbage. Yeah, and so then I cooked it, and it developed the flavor more. And we were like, whoa, this is cool. It's like, now it's kind of tamed down the heat. Now it just kind of rolls through on the palate, and it's a little sweet at first, and then the heat catches up. And so we were fortunate that it actually improved the recipe when we did that. So makes it more palatable, because I imagine, like you said before, with the scotch bonnets, I mean, imagine it was just hotter than hell. Oh, um, oh this yeah. way, Not saying I've dug into it. I imagine it still packs a punch, but, I mean, it's a little more uh, – uh, easier for people to kind of grasp onto and not burn them out too much. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Like that's when I first started when I was sampling people when it was just the habanero sauce, no other flavors. They were either yeah, I'll try it, or no. Nah, when they hear just like how people hear ghosts now, they're either out or they're in. And I was like, well, we gotta do something else that people are gonna dig. And that's where our jalapeno sauce came in. I called my wife while we were still doing all this. I was at work, and I said, hey, write this down. I told her write down this recipe, and it's the same recipe to this day for the jalapeno. And that was what we call kind of our gateway sauce. Like, this is for people who don't eat spicy food. We tell them, like, look, this is not, it's going to have a little heat. Like, it's like, you know, the hotter side of a salsa you get at a restaurant, but it's got a lot of flavor. And it's, it's you know, you, there a little bit goes a long way. It just kind of adds this little extra enhancement to whatever you're making versus, you know, like, just hitting you in the mouth and taking it over, you know? And then even speaking on that with like your sauces, I know you're talking about like creating new things, um, whether it's new spices or something. Um, I mean, your lineup's pretty immense right now. Do you have room right now where you want to start adding more sauces or do you just want to, you know, hold up a little bit and kind of continue with what you're doing? Yeah, I think I, I really think it's about uh, holding up right now. Like, I, you know, the pineapple was that I sent you guys was my 10th sauce. So over seven years, I have 10 sauces. One's a seasonal. Um, the seasonal that we do is ghost. We do that once a year. As you guys know, the super hots are only available for a very small window every year. I'm working with a farmer right now that's looking to do greenhouse growing where they can provide that all year. So what I would like to do is be able to like quarterly drop a cool Dana, little super hot that I do because I even have one that I make. It's like a friends and family sauce, got raspberry, kiwi, and anyone I've given it to, they always request it. And this year, it uh, has a yellow and peach ghost in it, but no scorpions, because it usually has scorpion and reaper. But I want to offer cool things like that throughout the year, small little drops, you know. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, adding any more products to the lineup, now I think it's kind of where it is. And the fruit flavors kind of rotate out as limiteds, too, where they're not available all year round. So we kind of found a good mix with that. But, um, 
yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, I, I don't think I would go to market <laughs> on a bigger level with 10 different, you know, items in every category. I think Torchbear, I think they have up to like 20 or 30. And even they, I spoke with them a while ago and they go, yeah, we don't go to markets beyond like 12 or 15. I'm like, that's still fucking crazy. It's <laughs> a lot, man. That's a lot of sauce, you know? It's, it's a lot of sauce, a lot of work behind it too, man. Like it's crazy yeah. how much like work goes into this stuff. So it's another thing where me and Sam were kind of wondering, like, you know, we talked about you kind of growing your, you know, on the social media marketing side of it. Like, how do you grow it from kind of like you going bottling each one by hand? Like, are you guys in a coat packer now? Or like, you guys still doing it by hand? Like, still doing it by hand, man. That's yeah, the thing that never changes. So easy. for us, like, it just, you just get a bigger team. Um, it's, it's one of those things where mass producing a food product, which I've learned is by being in this business, is you're going to lose quality. And the one thing that's always kept us kind of standing out in the market, aside from like the slick look, is the quality of the sauce. And that's by using fresh peppers, not using a mask that's been sitting around for six months. And that's something that we're not willing to compromise on. So that's been a big part of why we haven't really started launching all these other products is that we want to find a way that we can scale this and have a solution where we don't lose quality. We still have a product that we stand behind. And then we can start figuring out how to bring it out to a broader audience because, you know, unfortunately with most food categories, if you, as you scale, quality goes down and, you know, if that's the thing, we just can only grow to a certain point and that's what it is. We're just not willing to compromise on that. Hey, much respect on not settling for pepper. Mash. Thank you. Uh, I know, I know yeah. Billy, he does more like the chili oils and he has his honey and everything. Yeah. A lot of the hot sauce guys is big or small that I want to achieve a greatness simply quickly and mm-hmm. they settle for pepper mash. And it's a product that I think is, is someone just accrued like a ton of peppers. They want to preserve them so they don't go in the trash and then they just sell it to you. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't want shit. I want like yeah. complete fresh produce too. So I, I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's what I do. Thank you, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. So it's, it, that's been the biggest challenge, you know, it's like, we started off, I didn't really know as much as I know now, but you know, <laughs> had I known, I would have went in the five ounce Lucy, got to repack the bottle, don't need custom boxes for everything. There's a laundry list of things I would have done differently that make my life a little more challenging now. But at the end of the day, you know, I, all the, the response that I get, the feedback and, you know, the people who are really loyal to us and are really, you know, um, really uh, are the ones that kind of like, the roof for us, man, it's like that to me is really kind of keeps me doing the hard, doing it the hard way, as I say, you know. That's awesome because like it just shows like you care about the details so much, right? As opposed to like for sure. even like not people you, we've talked to before, just in general, when you see like Instagram stories or these other brands that are kind of growing, you know, you see them with their coat packers or like, you know, like in their warehouses or stuff like that. And everything's like machine automated, which is cool too, like not to mm-hmm. knock that off, but like it's still doing That's it by great, hand. That's great, but the price. Yeah, there's probably 35 other sauces being made that day, the same thing. And and like you said, man, you look at social media every day, I'm seeing sponsored a new sauce, new sauce, new sauce. Super competitive marketplace, you know what I mean? So we were kind of crazy to even say, oh, I'm just going to quit my job and go do this. So that we're, we're fortunate that we got to get in a position where we grew something that's viable in such a competitive space, you know? And that's, again, that goes back to like, you know, we, we don't need a lot of awards and accolades. We don't even put that kind of stuff on our website. You know, we put a little mentions of, of you know, maybe some uh, news articles or whatnot, but it's really, we want people to recognize the quality and know that they can trust us to have that quality. We've become a very big gifting company 
uh, the holidays are a big time for us. So really starting like after this phone call, we, we go, go, go until the end of the year. And uh, people just, you know, I've had people even dropping my daughter off at school. People go, I send your sauce to my family every Christmas. And that's super rewarding, man. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you just got to have a balance. Like it's, it's scaling is, is great, but, you know, not always is it that thing. So there's other things we're looking to do, but we always want to stay hyper-focused on the first thing that got us here and the, the thing that people want and that they support. So... I would love it if you went into more in detail about doing it the hard way, because I've been talking to people all the time about why do I use a four ounce woozy bottle, can't get in the hot ones. It's harder, yeah. more expensive packaging. Um, yeah, yeah man. Ship. And it's like, I love it. But I, every day I'm thinking, what am I doing? I'm doing everything you shouldn't do. Um, it's yeah. a bit. <laughs> it really <laughs> is, man. Like, we got in a position where we now we're married to this thing. We've even used kind of like the ball outline as like another secondary mark. And, you know, it, it, it's something that we've even thought about it and we've not done it just because it's like, that's why people recognize us because of what the aesthetic of our bottle is. So we said, we'll just have to figure it out, you know, and I've gone from, you know, breaking down 128 cases to 64 cases so that people can carry them easy. Employees can't carry 128 bottles in one box full is about 60 pounds and that's that's tough for people to, to carry now i have 160s that i'm getting from germany that's a whole other story so we have to break up those in flats halfway and we've had to make a custom box um thankfully we finally got to a box that we really like and it ships really well um but you know we have to ship with usps because they have the right you know they have the right packaging pre-made flat rate that works for us so that we can offer people free shipping when they buy four bottles or more. So it's all this dance we've done. And it, the unfortunate part is all these rising costs are still starting to chip into it, chip into it. So we're kind of at a crossroad now where we're going to have to, we're going to have to do something to move a little bit as far as like price wise, not on like our higher end stuff, but maybe on our lower volume, um, just so that we can still offer the, the, the amenities that we offer our customers, you know? But yeah, that's a, that's the four ounce. Also, that's the thing with uh, doing an automated fill on a four ounce bottle. There's no neck size. The reason they do a five ounce is so that kickback can you know catch the sauce, and then they put a a black shrink so that Blow you can see that the fill levels are like this. And so, but you know, even with those five ounces, I've seen lots of companies they still have manual fillers on top. So we've got a nice little system that we do. We, we do the manual fill. We have a big kettle that filters out and we we've done it side by side with the automated way and we we beat it manually every time so just got to find some good people bartenders bartenders and service industry people are great <laughs> to have as fillers on the line it's hot bro yeah 195 plus oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you just double gloves yeah, yeah, it's super yeah, cool. So. Have you noticed like a change in like I guess the hot sauce world industry per se since like 2015 to like now? Oh, yeah, crazy man. It's been it's been wild. It's just it's become this industry that's really blown up. It's almost doubled in size since I started. Um, a perfect example is like Truff. Like you know, you got a company that came in wasn't just like a farmers market or a mom and pop. They were a leveraged company. They came in with a custom bottle, a custom cap. You know, they had slick marketing, tons of distribution, uh, you know, ready to roll out new products as they went. Marin, and over other categories, marinara, mayo, 
you know, and then they collab with bigger companies. They got, obviously they had a big manufacturer to begin with so that they could make these moves. And these are all things you learn going into the business as you grow. Um, but you know, some people have ran other businesses and sold them and they decide to get in the food business and they show you. So it shows you that this industry is only on the way up. If you got people that are approaching a company like that, where they're like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to approach this as a real company and, and get it to the level where we can, you know, make an exit. So, you know, that's, so yeah, to me, it's like, I, I encourage people though. So I'm like, if you got something cool, come out and do it. I mean, cause it doesn't have to be the biggest thing out there. I know some people locally, I've told them, they're like, well, I'm scared of this and that. And I'm like, look, it doesn't have to be the best thing ever. You can still have a job and do it part time. If you love it, then you get to still, you know, do what you love. And if it gets to where you can do it full time instead of work a job, then you're winning. You know what I mean? And, oh, that's fun. I tell a lot of people that too. Just pursue your own personal passion, or a little yeah. active income isn't a bad thing. Um, a fun drop from our buddies out on the East Coast, uh, Pickle Monster. Um, they do a okay. pickle hot sauce, and they're they're musicians that have a band called People Food. People Food okay. band, and they make pickle sauce. My um, Pickle Monster. And they actually, they're a bunch of band members. They produce hot sauce to sell at their shows or venues to do what? To pursue their music, their band. Yep. Shows. Yep. That's awesome, man. And it's good shit, too. So I think that's good. Yeah. There's definitely enough people in the space with disposable income that will support good product, no matter what it yeah, is. Yeah, for sure. For sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's cool. I, that's the part I really love about the industry is, like, there's just lots of people that are, you know, always kind of entering the space. And you can kind of, you know, once you've been around long enough, you can tell what's kind of a gimmick or what's like somebody who's kind of grassroots that really is their passion and doing it locally. Then you happen to see about them because of social media, which you wouldn't have seen before unless you were in their area going to their farmer's markets or things like that. So, And, and that's how you get like initially started, right? Farmer's markets. Yep. Yep. Started farmer's markets every Wednesday and Saturday. Five in the morning. In Arizona? <laughs> huh? You, and you guys are based in Arizona, right? Yes. Yes. How are those summer farmers yeah. markets, man? What, what is temperatures terrible, like? Terrible. There was one that went inside, <laughs> and that was cool, but it felt like a swap meet because you're inside <laughs> at this little table without your tent. It, it was. It, it still worked, though. It was good that they did that, but the one out, out west that I had to do, it was, it was awful. It was awful. You're at 11 o'clock. You can't pack up fast enough to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So... That's we're talking intense. more with markets. Did you did you pursue like a lot of larger events when you were just not necessarily starting out? But I guess yeah, like um, shows or just you know little garlic festival well, here or something goofy around there. Yeah, well, I was fortunate that I came from the the restaurant industry here, so I kind of knew a lot of people in town. And I knew some people who put on events like the Taco Fest and things like that. So I would do some things like that, but um, like pursuing like hot sauce expos and traveling and doing all that wasn't really for me. I went and saw one of the first ones that was in uh, New York and I thought it was cool. But, you know, I, I to me, I feel like that there's, there's a certain culture Zena, that goes stop. with that. And these are some old school people that have been doing it for a long time. Zena, a lot of mashed products out there. A lot of similarity happening Zena. and it's, it costs a lot of money to do that. I think that that's a business model. Like if that's what you do, then cool your setup. You got a trailer, you take your stuff, you got your staff. And we just weren't set up for that. We were, we were trying to catch up with what we were doing here locally. I was still delivering all the products, making all the product, doing farmer's market, running a team. 
So to me, it was like, it, it just didn't make sense for me to try to go out of town for three days and, you know, worry about what's happening here just to try to, you know, get a little more exposure because we're getting some of this natural um, forward momentum here without having to do that. So I was fortunate in that line. And that's why I think I kind of just, it didn't, it never appealed to me. That's, that's solid. Yeah, because yeah. a bunch of like those events are coming up, and I know we like a bunch of our guests that we have on are somewhat interested in those. But that's like one thing that also like draws me to a brand is like that they think outside of their space, kind of. It's kind of like what you're talking about, right? Like you weren't just into the hot sauce expos; you were into everybody that liked it. And the fact yeah. that it said like it's a gift item really speaks to it because it just says like that everyone likes it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a gift yeah. season. Like there's so many gifts out there right now. Like for you to be gift heavy is like pretty huge. Yeah, and that's been a big part of our business now. Is like there's a big percentage of it are, are these companies that go, hey, we got a corporate request. They want you know send an X amount of, of of gift packs, and and you know it works like they repeat every year. And then also another one that we do is we tell people that not everybody drinks alcohol. So if you're going to go to a dinner party. And instead of bringing a bottle of wine, bring a four pack of hot sauce, you know, and hot sauce always good. Now, because it's just broadly open now. So that's been, uh, yeah, it's been good. It's been cool to see that people really talk about gifting us a lot. So that's killer. No, I think that's fantastic. You just, I mean, yeah, a bottle of alcohol, even like premium bourbon. I mean, you know, that could last at night, a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and it's just like one note, but I mean, like a bottle of hot sauce, that could strengthen yeah. a lot of meals, a lot of good yeah. It's a gift yeah, for that sure. giving, and you can remember uh, what you did that night. So that's not there. You go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, for sure. That was that was a pretty like smooth like line with the not everybody drinks swine just bring some hot sauce to the party. That's that's pretty legit right there. That's awesome, man. That's it. Yeah, thanks for the appreciate it. Hey, by the way, by the way, I like both of the the, the Thai chili. Love that. Uh, I would hate to prep all those Thai chilies. I would hate to pull all those stems, but bless you for doing that. And then uh, the chili oil, man, I got a, I made a bomb dumpling sauce last night with it because uh, <laughs> it has that lemongrass, mm-hmm. just a little bit of mirin, rice wine, sugar, soy, and what else did I do? Oh, sesame oil. And then some of your chili oil. Fire. So good job, fellas. I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> like the product. It's, it's it's a testament to yours when you've sent me eight and I've only waited for one yet that I haven't opened. Like I've literally tried all of them. That's great, man. Okay, so which one have you guys not tried yet? The OG, it sounds like. The habanero. Oh yeah. Well, you guys got to make this happen, man. No, it's gonna be sweet. And then uh, you're talking about my tiger style sauce. Hey, I appreciate you know the concern with picking those stems off tight chilies. That's <laughs> Bitch, that's like a prep project on its own. And then the fresh galangal, macrude lime yeah. leaves, and like lemongrass I use. Oh, yeah. Nothing yeah. to eat. It's just nothing to eat. Like I'm I just yeah, don't I know. Care. I like it. Yeah, because like you can find lemongrass powder, but is that going to be the same as using stocks of lemongrass? And and are you um on the chili oil, are you dehydrating your lemongrass and then cooking it in the flash process with that? No. So I, I, I was I, trying to figure out. I just, I just let it fry right it? in there. Oh, so you just do it fly, fry from fresh? Yeah, I just let it fry right in there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, it, I like how it comes out, man. It's nice. Right and, on, man. Yeah, man. Those, the, the, yeah, you doing that, the glonga too, like feeling that, the yield you get off of lemongrass and glonga, not much, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't true. have a serrano sauce for a reason. 
you know? <laughs> I got all these Toronto's people just gave me for nothing. It's like, hey, use these. I'm like, I really got a sauce for them, but I can't let them go to waste. I'm just thinking, oh, yeah. okay. yes, they were free, but just added a lot more work on my table. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, when hey, I first started. You crack this bad boy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it, do it, man. Let's, let's, let's do a quick taste test, Sam. Let's see. All right. No, it wasn't fun, man. I uh, handed my fiance. She's getting some pizza tonight. So after this, I'm just gonna go through the gauntlet with all these again and just get all sorts of saucy. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's great on pizza. So you get the fruit of the habanero up front, and then a little bit of sweetness, and then the burn the starts catching up. Definitely there too. I'm not a big mustard guy. I don't know why, but this is awesome. Yeah, I taste the, the mustard. The mustard is super good in here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ooh. thank you. This would thank make you. me more of like a mustard hot sauce guy because I've thought about using mustard seed, um, but just I'm just like ah, I don't, I would I don't use that personally, but it lends itself yeah. really good with this and like a little sweetness with the carrot and everything was nice as well. It's nice because like like you can't taste the vinegar super heavy, or like yeah. not like you know like vinegar heavy, but it's still very nice. And now it's What's, now it has the heat. Yeah. Oof. What's yeah, nice to do is take a little bit. Take a little bit and mix it with some honey. You can just keep that on your counter, and it makes a nice little spicy honey for fried chicken or anything like that, or even like toast with ricotta. Um, and then also ranch, blue cheese with a little bit of habanero. Yeah, that's where you're at. I think your buddy uh, Max Boone from Boone Sauce, because he would love the shit, because he loves like honey ranch, honey uh, mustard. Yeah, he loves sauce. ranch and all shit. He would love this too. He would be like, this is the shit. <laughs> Yeah, you can't go wrong with honey mustard, man. <laughs> Another good one that you sent me was the blueberry one. Oh, so nice, yeah. That one I put in pancake batter the other day, like straight up in the mix. Oh, what? Dude. No way. It's really, uh, really good, man. It's really, really nice. good. Nice, I like that. Thank you. It's, Thank you. Oh, I bet that was good. No, they were really good. Thank you, man. Thank you, yeah. And we have, uh, with all of them, we have a website, uh, recipes on our website, so if people need suggestions, they can just go to the website and check it out. I'm actually going to try the uh, peanut butter ghost cookies tonight. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to go to the store. Those are fire. This. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go try that before I empty the bottle. I'm literally almost there done with go. the ghost one. <laughs> the miso one was That's fire. I ate the miso one with the, I went to like the Hawaiian um, shop right here. I got like some katsu, put the miso one on it. Super Ooh. good. Yeah, dude. Nice. I took yeah. one to my work. Uh, I took the, I think, I think the jalapeno one to my work and left it in the fridge there. Super, super good. Okay. Nice. We'll be gone, man. Are you, are, are, Thanks, you man. are you thinking of getting into like bigger stores or like these bigger like supermarkets? Well, right now, it's just a distribution thing. Um, we will look at going to, so uh, the fancy food show is coming back in February for the first in-person to Vegas, not too far from us. So probably going to be up there doing a little something, just looking at some further distribution because California is like the number two state that orders online from us. And we don't have really a distribution channel there. We're in all Whole Foods uh, here in Arizona, but that's as far as it goes. So we'd like to branch that out with that relationship a little further. I heard it's insanely hard to get into Whole Foods. Is that true? It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's just a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of barriers. Well, I wouldn't say barriers. It's just a lot of paperwork. A lot of like, once the buyer likes you, it's great. But then there's just a lot of, you know, a lot of steps, we'll say. And it yeah. took us probably eight months to get in. So, but That's it's awesome. been good. It's been a great relationship. So, 
that they even uh, they even brought us in and did a photo shoot for all the local uh, companies that are with them. A lot of the like the more popular local places, and so they have in the store they have a shelf top where they took a photo of me, and I'm like holding the box of sauce and right next to the product. So it's been a great relationship with them. Yeah, they're a great company. And and you were also the original hot one sauce, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So, so when we when we were doing homeboys, we were homeboys fire each pole, and it was the first one. So, so yeah. how, like, how, how did that like become a thing? Like, that's insane, man. It's crazy. Yeah. So we uh, we had launched our ghost sauce through uh, the Heatness in New York. You're probably familiar with. Mm-hmm. They um, had the relationship with Hot Ones, and we started reaching. We found them each other through social media, and it's funny because I had actually followed their Kickstarter when they were opening their store. And I told my wife before we were open, I was like, I'm going to be in that store one day. And that was before any of this started. And then we started a relationship with them. And then uh, we were going out there to launch our ghost sauce. And then we went and met the Hot Ones people. And we brought a couple samples of sauces. And they picked the Chipotle that I did. And uh, one thing led to another. And it just, you know, we at the time, they had 33,000 subscribers. So we just thought, we might make it, see what happens. And then... It just went crazy from there. And so, yeah, it was a wild couple of years. Went through five seasons, I think. So, at two years, five seasons. So, that was great. That was good. That's crazy. She actually introduced me to the show, and she was living in this tiny little apartment in Rochester, just a city next to Rochester, Minnesota. And I remember just, like, sitting with this, like, you know, 300, 400 square foot just attic, just, like, looking forward to hot ones. And then seeing your shit right away, it was so memorable. It was uh, was really cool. And then, yeah, chatting with you now, seeing what you've done, um, knowing you you stayed true with your bottle size. Hey, keep it going, man. You give me faith to just uh, keep doing things the hard way. There you go, man. Sometimes the hard way is the best, you know? I guess I guess a couple like fun questions for you, like outside of this, like what, you know, like I guess yeah. big brands, small brands, like what's your favorite, like uh, like hot sauce, like what's another hot sauce that you really like? Okay, so or growing up, uh, growing up for hot sauce, I'm gonna say the Louisiana style ones were my favorite. My dad's from New Orleans, so Red Devil, uh, Trappies, Pepper Vinegar, those are some of my southern favorites. Tabasco, a lot of people hate on Tabasco. Actually, that's our, the thing I heard the most at the farmer's market. Tabasco just tastes like vinegar, but I, I'll just crush some Tabasco, especially the habanero. Actually, I have their, uh, <laughs> their, their 35, their, yeah, is that the 35 year? The, no, 150 year anniversary one. So oh, I keep shit. that one up here too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd say for chili sauce, um, you know, David Chang's new one isn't bad. I'm, I'm good with that. And then the Dave's Insanity stuff for extract sauce, for some reason, I, I used to like to blow myself away with that. Just a little bit in your like traditional New York mild wing sauce, so it takes it to the next level. Has that weird bitter flavor, but for some reason, I like it. <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah. And then there's some of the small independents that I like, like um, Queen Majesty. I like what she does. She does, she does a lot of great stuff. Uh, Big Reds, he's local here with me. He does some cool stuff. Uh, there's a lot to, to, to man. I don't want to not mention somebody and have them be mad at me if they see this. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's about it for me. I mean, um, I always look for new stuff when I grab. Like Melinda's has these new creamy creamy hot sauces. Those mm-hmm. are kind of cool. Uh, I always just try new stuff. Like the Old Bay one, I kind of like that. But mm-hmm. it, it's very focused. Like it's good with shrimp or seafood, but it doesn't really work with anything else. And I just got. I'm always trying new stuff, so. I ordered the Traeger hot sauce. 
Oh. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what that's about. You know, you're not I have a good make product. You're there to, you know, not necessarily support other people, but just to continue trying things. That's like your own self. Everything, man. It's cool. Everything. Man. I, I, I'm surprised if I see a sauce that I don't know. Like I'm like, oh, what is this? I haven't seen this. Let me see what this is. So, yeah, I try to. I try to keep it. You know, variety. You know. It's, it's it's I feel like it's very important to know the space that you're in. Like I guess like trying everything re- really does help. Uh, yeah. Then I guess one of like our last questions is, how are you able to link up with Jimmy Kimmel? Like everyone's watching Hot Ones. Here comes Jimmy Kimmel talking about. They were literally showing like all the sauces, and then he goes, "Bam, try this Cotino <laughs> sauce right in there." Like, that was the biggest yeah, drop. That was crazy too, man. That that happened a little bit after we got the Hot Ones thing started. Uh, Chris, my uncle, and him are, are, are friends. They know each other, and uh, they know each other back in the Bronx. And so uh, I said, I went over to Chris with I was like, "Hey, man, I see your boy Jimmy posting about the hot sauces. Why don't you send him something that he's gonna really like?" And so he sent it to him, him like a shirt and all that stuff. And then one day he just snapped a photo with his breakfast and was like. Thank God for giving us tongues and thank God for this hot sauce or something like that. And it, we were, it was crazy. It just went boom, blew up our little website, couldn't handle it. And it was, uh, and we just kind of had a great friendly relationship since then, man. So it's been, been very fortunate with those kind of things, man. So, wow. Dude, that's super, super awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's really it for me and Sam. We want to give you this chance to like plug whatever it is that you have upcoming, whatever it is you guys are going to drop. Yeah. Like, Holidays, man, holidays, you know, uh, we're great gifts. You know, send somebody a spicy gift, put a custom moat with it. We got gift wrapping options. Uh, we're actually going to be putting together a holiday package. So uh, putting the final touches on that after Black Friday, that should be available. Uh, and then next Friday, we'll be launching our seasonal ghost sauce. Uh, we make that every year, different batch of ghost peppers. It has a different flavor to it. This one's hot. It's tasty. I'll make sure I send some to you guys after this, too. But uh that's about it, man. So send those gifts and uh, support your local companies that make your favorite food products and get your orders in now because nobody's going to guarantee shipping by Christmas. What, what, where can we no, find all this? Like, what's your website, Instagram? Yeah. So Instagram's at Catino Sauce. Actually, all the handles are at Catino Sauce, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, get to say Catino Sauce, uh online. Oh, yeah. People that want to like reach you personally, I mean, do you kind of own any of those? Like, you know, the Instagram is that kind of like your baby? I mean, you're responding. Oh, you're I got. So yeah, I have a personal Instagram. If you want to know the shenanigans I'm up to, they won't let me touch the business <laughs> account anymore. So it's Jacob You can catch me there at Instagram, and I'll throw up stories. And yeah, if anyone wants to drop me a note and say hello, you know, I'm always down to talk. But. Yeah, that's where you can see me doing uh, <laughs> doing my other shenanigans, you know, running around being a dad. Pretty much, that's about I'm it. Nothing too exciting. Now, <laughs> right on, yeah, right on. Well, hey guys, I really appreciate you inviting me on. It was fun to talk and uh, try your products too. I, I love trying stuff from other makers. Keep doing what you're doing. I love them both. I'm gonna keep cooking with them, uh, crushing that oil, crushing that <laughs> that Thai chili sauce. So. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. No, right on. Really we, we definitely appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, this is pretty huge for us. You know, you're one of our bigger guests, and this is one. Of, this is genuinely one of the best like sauces that are out there for me, at least. I know for me, like, there's, for me, there's two like hot sauces that are pretty major in the U.S. Yours, I feel like, is big on the West Coast, and the other one's really big on the East Coast. Uh, who's that? 
So to me, no, no, to me, there's like two, I guess I would say like, not like, not corporate hot sauce brands that are the most out there to me. Yours and Poor Pepper. Gotcha. Do you know a Poor Pepper Devil Company? Love them. I, I yeah. should have said them as well too, because they make chili yeah. flakes with their sauce. Mm-hmm. Love them, man. Yeah. Jared and I love them. They're good people, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're definitely. super cool. So, so to me, like you're you're like the West Coast like hot sauce, and to me, like they're the, they're big on the East Coast. So obviously, like those I'm two are the big that. names. Yeah, yeah like, I love I'm good those with two that. That's good company to be in. No, they're they're cool yeah, too. Good, yeah, good people, man. I'm glad to have it all on the show. So you can tell them I said hello if they watch we'll, this, then I'll see. <laughs> once they're on here, we'll let them know. But thanks again, man. Really appreciate your time. Uh, anytime it. you want to come on, promote something else, let us know, brother. We're always here. For sure, man. And keep doing your thing, man. Keep spreading that spicy word. I appreciate it. Right on, Thank you, guys.